being content. Being content. Philippians 4 and 11 says, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. To be content. Maybe I find that in America is one of the hardest things. We're impatient. We're we're a movable people. We want to just go and uh, we can't wait in line. We can't do this. And uh, uh, the majority of us have never had hardships. We've had what we think is hardships, but as far as hardships as some of these foreign countries had and some of these old boys in the Bible had, we don't even know this kind of hardship. Let me just give the, the definition there. Of Content. To be content is to be satisfied. To be content is freedom from anxiety. Hello, that hit home. I've heard more lately about anxiety, and they're giving out, they're giving out, come on, they're giving out medication for anxiety and depression and oppression, and I'm not knocking you sickness. But I'm going to tell you, if we're content with God, we can get off of some of this junk. Yeah. Our anxiety, that's what the Word of God says. And then I looked, I looked up one more, and it said, uh, ease of mind. And I thought, if anybody needs an ease of mind, it's old preacher Bill. I, I need just a, a, a calmness in my mind. Because Satan is stirring continuously. And I hear it every once in a while, I get it. Pocahontas yesterday, how Satan is working in the prison. I got one from my son there and uh, and, and how Satan is uh, speaking to them and working. But they don't realize that we that are trying to serve God, Satan is trying to speak to us and we have no ease of mind and that's why we're not happy and not shouting. And I thought, I got up this morning and I thought, bless God, uh, I was a more spiritual Christian 20 years ago than I am now. I should be rejoicing, praising God that I'm this near home and God has blessed me and kept me, but I'm just dragging around. I told Jenny, I said, I think I'm just like an old zombie today. I just can't get nothing done. And we're an unspiritual people because we don't have an easy mind. Amen. Because Satan has messed up our mind and got us to thinking about all the troubles in this walk of life, scared to death of corona, scared to death of a heart attack, scared to death of sickness, and we've got our mind off of that brand new body, glory to God, and a house not built with hands eternal in the heavens of the goodness of God. We've got it off of our mind that we must be born again and walk the straight and narrow path that God has given us to walk in. How, how we get it off our mind that our little children are going next week down to the creek to be baptized. Glory to God. Others born into the family of God. I need to be a spiritual soul, amen, to help that young and I, I grow up to be a spiritual child. To help that young and I, I realize he don't need to have fear. That young and don't need to be scared to death. Uh, that young and needs to realize that we've got God uh, and he's right there with us. He's taking care of us. He knows when I need rain. He knows when I need some uh, something to eat. God knows when I need healing. Uh, and God knows when I've got exalted and get above what I am. Uh, and God knows when I need to be brought down just a little bit. Until uh, I can realize that God is God and besides Him there's none other. I need to be an excited Christian today. Uh, I need to give God glory and praise. Uh, I need to be moving about not like a dead man or a zombie. Uh, I need to be moving about uh, I need 
the quickening spirit of God in me, uh, uh, Lord, to keep me alive that I might help uh, somebody else see the light of the Lord Jesus Christ and see their need to be born again. Our God is a healer. He's a keeper. Uh, he will take care of you. Uh, we need some contentment in our soul today. Uh, uh, we need to push anxiety aside and say, I'm going to serve God. Devil, you're not messing up my mind. Uh, you're not breaking me down. Uh, you're not turning my family down. I'm going to take back what God has given me. Uh, and it's some joy, peace, and love in my heart. Amen. Praise His holy name. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> now I've got that off my mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John, third John, first chapter. The elder, which is John, and to the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. And over in Acts, it tells it. Gaius and another one there was companions with Paul when the silversmiths got all in an uproar and there was contention where they was bringing down gain. And I began to look into this and I thought, them ain't going to love me that I stir in their nest. Amen. They, them ain't going to love me that I get in there where they're making their money. Them, them ain't going to pat me on the back and, and try to lift me up and vote me back in as pastor if I get under their nest. So I believe I'll just quit preaching, amen, and back down and just be a little softly. Mm. I'd rather stir in your nest. <laughs> amen, you need to go to heaven. You need to get right to go to heaven. And that's what it's going to take. We're going to have to live right, walk right in our sickness. When we get till we can get one foot in front of the other, we need to come to church. Oh, what a blessing to see Roger make him one more victory lap around the church well glory to god when the devil said your body's shutting down and there's nothing else you can do amen he stood up and give god glory i can make one more victory around the church can we make one more lap around the church i might could just make one around the whole church glory to god not just the inside because god has been good to us god has took care of us and Gaius and them were in trouble, and, and they ended up in bondage, and Paul ended up being thrown in jail. Amen. Just because they come against uh, the silversmiths come down, and they, they, they tried to stop them because they were preaching. They said, this is how we make our living. This is where, where our living comes from. They didn't care nothing about God. They cared about their living. Can I tell you something today? So many people sitting in church today don't care nothing about their God. They care about how they dress. They care about where they eat. They care about their job and where they're living. Bush mentioned how much time we spend on the job, and I've been retired a few years, but how much time I spend on the job, honey, and doing other things, but how much time do I give God? And he said, Beloved, beloved I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. He didn't want just his uh, health to be prosperous. He wanted his soul uh, to prosper. Amen. John John was found to be a, a loving 
a prophet, a loving preacher, a, a loving apostle of God. And John loved, loved old Gaius there, and he'd heard about him, and he said, I, For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. He rejoiced when he heard about revival over there where Gaius was at. He rejoiced when he heard about, honey, we're so jealous today we can't rejoice because one can get saved or another can preach better than we can. Another's growing and we're doing nothing. Honey, we need to get up off our butt and do everything we can to the very last minute. Give God honor, glory, and praise. I thank him for what he's done for us. I praise his holy name. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not a hireling, and I have no greater joy than I hear about good news from one of my children, one of my uh, little brothers and one of my sisters uh, that's done a good work for God or they've testified of God or they've invited somebody to church or they went out and told somebody, uh, uh, God healed me, uh, God picked me up. I had some problems and God lifted me out of I had some things that looked like adversaries hit your house, amen. But glory to God, God's going to lift us out of them. It's just a, a, for a short time, honey, and this life will be over. If I live to be 100, it's nothing to compare with eternity in heaven. I need a house full of young'uns praising God with me. Amen. A house full of young'uns praising God with me. I hope some of these young'uns remember old Bill as a crazy preacher that didn't back down for nothing, that loved God. God. I, I wasn't afraid to stand on the Word of God. wasn't afraid to go to the creek I, and didn't run out the back door when Corona struck. I, I'm glad, glory to God, God give us some boldness, honey. I, I, we can face the trials and the troubles I, I, that hit our way. I, if, if the devil could have had his way, he would have killed me with a heart attack, Roger. I, I, but I'm glad he didn't have his way. I'm glad today, glory to God, that he couldn't break us down because God said another day another hour i'm going to give you go preach the word Amen. go preach the word oh gas was tickled to death it tickles me to death when i hear your testimony that i witnessed to one or somebody asked me are they still in church is lamont still in church yeah sitting on the front row is jamie still in church yeah it blesses my heart. Old Henry, from down the flatland, is old Henry still in church? Yeah. Yeah. Faithful. How about it? Every day nothing blesses me no more. When they say, Ever's been there a long time, ain't he? Is he still, is he still coming? Why, yeah, he's still coming. Amen. It makes my soul bubble over with joy. Amen. It pleases me that I get to be here. <laughs> Woo. Hey, a lot of people lay in the nursing home today. I visited some last week. Lay in the nursing home a lot younger than I am. Hey, man, they ain't, ain't able to be in church today. Let me tell you something. I need to give you something right there. It don't pay to make a profession with God and back up on it. I want us to get that in our mind. I want us to know about it. He said in the 11th chapter of Corinthians, To search our own souls. He said, Many are sickly and many are asleep. And we think, Well, I didn't come and 
I didn't come and take communion. I didn't drink of the wine and the bread. I'm going to tell you, you're different than you are. Hello? I'm going to tell us the truth. So we are a part of the body of Christ. Bill, man, you brothers, we're, we're brothers in Christ. We need to talk the same language. Hey, read the same King James Bible. Amen. We need to praise the same God. Let me go on. Y'all going to like some of this, I can tell. <laughs> beloved, you do us, <laughs> beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to the strangers. So he, uh, Gaius wasn't uh, uh, biased to the brethren. He done it to strangers too. He was good to them. And, uh, and old John was just tickled to death there. Because for which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. So he said, it's charity. Your charity has been brought out before the church. They realize what you've done. You think nobody knows what you're doing. I'm going to tell you something. Your grandchildren knows what you're doing. Your children know what you're doing. You can put your feet at the house and you and mama can have a knockdown, drag out and come to church with your tie on, smile all over your face. The church knows what you're doing. A church that's full of the Holy Ghost power of God knows when you ain't right. Amen. You can beg them. They spun one here. I begged and I pleaded. I said, let's don't go this way. Let's come on back and let's do this. Let's straighten that out. But when we rebel against God, honey, the church knows. Be sure your sins will find you out. And then they just vanish. Listen to me. If I just vanish, will you come get me? If I just go away, will you come hunt me up? Say, Bill, get back in the house of God. You need us. You need us. This thing's serious today, church, because that for his name's sake, they went forth taking nothing of the Gentiles. For Christ's sake, we therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers of the truth. So John, John wasn't there with him. But Gaius, as far as I can tell, was probably in Ephesus. He was from Mesopotamia, and that could have been uh, Ephesus. And he, he was there doing the work, but John had sent a letter wanting to help him in any way that he could. And now and then I get a text or, or maybe a call, and once in a while a letter, very, very seldom, but a letter once in a while, that's encouraging to my soul. Got a call yesterday just totally encouraging uh, to my soul, thanking me for helping, thanking me. You know, that don't happen very often, but it's encouragement for my soul, and that's what, and he says it comes into the church, honey. Glory to God, and when, when the preacher's happy, he might can make everybody else happy. If I'm beat down with old slang faces, I might just wham on some more. Amen? Glory to God. We all need to be happy together and rejoice in the Lord. You know, we need to be like Rogers, tickled to death to be back in church after 10 weeks. Nine weeks for Vera. She slipped one in on us. Amen. But glory to God. I'm so happy to be back in the house of God. Not a dread to come to the house of God. I want us to read this. And I hope we can get this out to us. In the ninth verse, and he said, I wrote unto the church. John said, I wrote to the church, but Deophrius, and I may not pronounce that right, life at it if you want to. Deophrius, who loved to have the preeminence among them, received us not. 
Preeminence means to be above or to be lifted up. So the letter that John had wrote to Gaius, he stopped it. He was a, a leader somehow or other in the church. And I don't understand how this kind gets to be leaders in the church that's got total preeminence. Like I told you, I can't tell God when I need rain. I'm wasting my breath. God knows when I need rain. God knows when I need a blessing. God knows when I need lifting up. I've never been down when God didn't know I was down. But you know he was there looking after me. 50, well, glory to God. 54 years he's been there to pick me back up and set me on my feet. Amen. Establish my going. But he said, let me read that ninth verse. And I wrote into the church, the love served to have the preeminence among them, receive us not. They wouldn't have what John would send to them. They wouldn't have what was, what was good for them. And I'm going to tell you, there's some good brothers and sisters out there in our other churches. Hey, some that's got misled and they some in some false doctrine, but there's some good ones out there, honey, that calls and asks every now and then for some prayer for help along the way. And I can do that same thing to them. We need each other. The church don't need to be separated. We need to be together. Glory to God. And he said in the 10th verse, Wherefore, if I come, I will remember the deeds which he doth, prating against us with malicious words. Prating against us with malicious words. And, and the Bible said over in Proverbs that, that a prating, prating soul, a prating fool will fall. That's what the Word of God said. And that's making fun of the Word of God. That's not that's saying the Word of God ain't real. Prating against the Word of God, anything that was truth, the truth that Gaius was bringing, amen, uh, this Diophorus, he was trying to break it down, to tear it down and stop it from getting into the people. Can I tell you something? Glory to God, when the power gets loose, and I've seen it, honey, I've been in church a long time in all kinds of churches, and I've seen when the power gets loose and God begins to bless, I've seen some that tried to shut it down. I've seen some that was afraid of it. I've seen some that we wasn't going to do no clapping and no shouting, no praising God. We were going to shut it down. I've seen some, amen, when one spoke in tongues under the anointing fire of God, amen, tried to shut it down. When it's of God, we better leave it alone. We better not fool with it. But they don't want the Spirit of God. And I'm going to tell you why. There ain't no peace in their soul. There ain't no contentment in their soul. They're not right with God. Amen. As this man, he wanted preeminence. And he didn't have the peace of God. So he was out to stop the work of God. He was out to stop the letter of God. You that have been in church any length of time know what I'm talking about. Amen. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Tenth verse, Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds, which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith. He wasn't content. He wasn't content. Not content therewith. Neither doth he himself receive the brethren and forbid them that would and casteth them out of the church. He wouldn't receive it himself and he cast them out that would receive it. What he's saying, he hindered the word that John sent. John sent a letter in truth. John sent a letter in love. John sent a letter from his heart from God. Amen. And this man that wanted preeminence and to be above, 
Can I tell you that's where Satan's going to come from? He wants preeminence over everything. The Bible said he's going to call himself God, set himself up as God, and it's going to be the Antichrist, amen. It's coming just around the corner because he wants preeminence over everything. I'm greater than God. Today, honey, Satan has got children sitting in every place, amen, to stop the Word of God. He's got them on the workplace to stop you from testifying. He's got them, amen, in high places uh, to shut you off from praying, to stop you from praising God and giving God glory, to stop you from testifying of the goodness of God. And some of us are afraid on our job to tell how great God is. Some will never mention we're having a baptizing next week. Some will never mention we just come through communion and foot washing. Some will never mention the little girl, and I thought how sweet. She come down out of the choir Tuesday night, laid her songbook down because she'd been raised in church and turned around and hit the altar. How old? Nine? Eight, eight years old, turned around and hit the altar. Some prayed with her because she'd been raised in church. She knew what to do. Mm. These little young'uns right here knows what to do. The altar's open. The altar's, hey, if we could take some lessons from some of these young'uns. Not the crying lessons. You don't have enough of that. Amen. <laughs> Coming around the altar. Amen. And praying. So this man, how many, it's in every church I've ever been in. It's in every church to stop the power of God. There's something to knock it down. They don't want us happy. Satan's crowd don't want you happy. Satan knows he's bound. He knows he can't get saved. He's thrown out of heaven. He knows he's missed his chance. So he, he wants to cut you down. Can I tell you why there's so much anxiety and misery today? There's no clear minds. We need a clear mind. What is Satan? We're not, I've not drank any alcohol and I've not done any drugs. I've not done anything that I know of to mess up my mind to take him. But TV and everyday walk of life messes up my mind and, and road rage and, and gas prices. Why should I worry about gas prices? I can't change it. They're there. I said it the other day, I should have given God praise when I bought it for 13 cents. Yeah, I didn't praise him enough. I was muttering about old boss belted tires that blowed out one every week. <laughs> An hour leaked out of them, just sitting around. Mm. Instead of giving God praise. Instead of giving God praise. Wherefore, 10th verse again. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember the deeds which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith. He wasn't content with the word of God. Can I tell you why we get so upset in church? We ain't content with the word. We ain't content with the word. What did I say content means? Satisfied. That's the first thing hit my mind when God... I spoke to my heart and said, do this content. It is, we're not satisfied. We're not satisfied with the wife we got or the husband we got. Hello? 
or the car we got, or the house we got, or the or, or the the color of our house. My Lord, this biscuit is just too brown. I don't like it this way. Where'd all this traffic come from? These people got a right to go to town just like I have. But we just fume and mess, do we not? I thought I thought that hippo law, when it come in, that made me so mad I could die. And I went in to, to see a lady. I didn't really know her. I'd been sent. I'd been sent. I went in the hospital, and I couldn't give them a lot of information I didn't know. But I couldn't get in because HIPAA, I said, I don't know HIPAA. And they run me through all this stuff. It was aggravating, so aggravating. And I said, just forget it. And I knew a lady that worked in the hospital at that time. She's dead now. But I went to her, and I said, I need to go see. And I remember that woman's name. I said, can you get Yeah, I said, come on. HIPAA didn't have no control. But what HIPAA is, it, it ain't to stop germs. It's to stop the people from God. Because that devilish crowd has tried to run in at different times and to tear down and to break down. But it's out to stop the Word of God. They might be an old soul in up there dying would love to hear about Jesus. And HIPAA blocks it. The laws of the land. I'm telling us the truth. But he wasn't content therewith. Neither doth he himself receive the brethren and forbiddeth them that would and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, beloved, follow not that which is evil. Let me, let me give you just a touch of this. And I probably won't, I won't get all this right, but I know for a fact. I was in Athens, Greece in 95, and I know this for a fact. This ain't what I think. But there were naked statues in the, in the, in the hallways and, and in the, the marble motel that we had to stay in, and, and a Christian tour group, that and we had a day we had to stay in Corinth before we'd go on to Israel, and, and they took us to Mars Hill, which I wanted to see. But I remember this lady was, was our tour guide, and her God was this. Did I say that right? What's the Greek God? <laughs> Zeus. That's what I thought. Did I get it right? Huh? Well, what's your fake God? So this fellow I was just reading about, and I looked up his name, and I began to hunt. Because I'd never heard that fellow. And I got to hunt, and his chief God, his chief God was Zeus. Z-E-U-S, Zeus. She told us, she told us on, on the guide, and, and I walked off. She didn't like me, and I didn't like her. <laughs> I picked up a rock, and she made me throw it back down. She turned her head, I picked up another rock. <laughs> but she went to tell us about these people, and I didn't remember their names, that come from the head of Zeus. And I know this for a fact, I saw and I almost, I almost missed Mars Hill. There's a monument there on Mars Hill that overlooks Athens. And I almost missed it because I just stepped back. I thought, I don't want to follow nobody's following Zeus. I've heard enough about the Greek god Zeus that's a chief over all the false gods. Mm. 
Hallelujah. About Zeus. And they had a big field where they done false worship to God. And it said that they had Olympia. And I got to thinking about the summer, summer Olympia and the winter Olympia. Does it matter if I can't ride an 80 mile an hour ski? Can I still get to heaven? But how much do we put a message on the air that another is born again? But if I win a swimming meet, y'all look that up if you think I'm lying. I'd never seen that. But Zeus had a big place for Olympia to worship the devil. We don't understand how many ways Satan has slipped into America. We don't understand how, how big the gods of Satan are. They have no power over us, but they're confusing our minds. And we went down the street on a tour bus, and they were in the ocean naked. And they were statues of naked, and they was, uh, I believe they were cassettes then, that you could buy. It was total about, about body, about what man could do. Can I tell you, psychology is trying to teach us that we don't need nobody, we're it. How many today has got the message that God didn't send? How many today went to the computer and got a message that was sent from, hmm, might have even been sent from a Mormon? Think about it. Church, the conditions that we've got in, technology. One of our ex-county commissioners met me this week, and, and he told a story about it, but he said, the man without batteries is a winner. And I believe that's right. <laughs> the man ain't got no batteries is a winner. How much trouble our batteries are. Hmm. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. That's exactly what God said. It says, I, I looked this up, Zeus was the chief of the Olympian gods. Father of the most gods of the great Phantom. Nurtured, this man was nurtured by Zeus. That lady that was our tour guide was nurtured by Zeus. She didn't tell us nothing about God or revival that took place in Corinth or the miracle, uh, the miracle there at Mars Hill. She told us about Zeus. Think about it. 
What's the world TV telling you about? The news media, what's it telling you about? I'm going to finish. This must be the 4th of July. I don't know. First Timothy 6. I'm preaching on being content. Not going to sleep. Just being content. <laughs> Amen. Fourth verse, sixth chapter of 1 Timothy. He is proud and holding, knowing nothing but doting about questions and strife of words. Therefore cometh envy, strife, writing, envying, evil, submissions, reverse disputing of men of corrupt mind and destitute of the truth, supposing that God is gainless, and from such withdraw thyself. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Godless with contentment is great gain. Why have I not gained any more spirituality? I'm not content. I'm not in God like I need to be. For we brought nothing into the world and is certain we are carrying nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Everybody here has got on clothes. Everybody's got food and Everybody probably eat some this morning. The Bible said be content. So all these other things that messes up our mind. I don't know what about you all, but if I don't need it and I got another car, I can go when I want to go. The battery's dead and this and it drives me nuts till I get it running. I just can't hardly stand it sitting there. Am I content being drove nuts because I can't get a battery in my other truck? No. Mm. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and snares and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. That's a loss of soul. For the love of money is the root of all evil which while some converted have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. When we err from the faith, we pierce ourselves through with many sorrows. Fight the good fight of faith and, and lay hold on eternal life, whereon thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I believe the Bible's telling us without a doubt that we can get away from God. I'm going to read uh, Hebrews right here quickly. Hebrews 13 and 5. I'm about done. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Said, be content, whatever state we're found in, because he said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. How much have I grieved my God in heaven by not being content? By not believing his word, he said he'd never leave me and he'd never forsake me. He's there. 
All I got to do is repent, and he's there. He'll take care of me. But am I content? We have Sunday school too long, preaching too long. We don't have enough singing. Nothing says that's all we do, sing down at that church. I don't know why somebody just has to shout and make so much noise. I can't hear the preacher. They ain't never sound here today. They ought to have been here. And said them young'uns is running around everywhere. I've never seen young'uns like that. That's what he told me. I, I said, blame the preacher. Blame the preacher. They ain't content. So they're led of Zeus <laughs> in the Olympia of Zeus, finding fault, stopping the word of God. Stopping the joy of God. Not get a hymn. Sing a hymn. I quit. I'm done. Let your conversation be without covenant. Be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. 357. Come as God speaks to our heart. Altars open. 